All right, welcome back and thanks for joining. This is your Sportsman Analytics Podcast heading into week eight. I am Deepak Chona. Let's dive in. Starting with Jamar Chase. Now, the fact that Jamar Chase has a small fracture in his hip actually works in his favor because bone healing tends to be pretty reliable in this location. Anticipate his return five weeks from the injury, or in other words, week 12. Now, this labrum tear is a bit of a wild card because some of these do need surgery, but most commonly, he'd be able to play through this and consider surgery if he needs it in the offseason. Expect for this season his typical stud level of play when he returns. Next, Debo Samuel. Now, most moderate severity hamstring strains would take about three weeks for wide receivers, so we would expect his return to the field around week 10. He typically would return at about 90% of his pre-injury production in our data, but he would initially carry an elevated approximately 20% re-injury risk for the first two games back. Next up, DK Metcalf. Now, to be determined his status for week eight, but we would lean towards him sitting, probably returning week nine. This is a little bit of an uncommon injury diagnosis in the NFL, so historical data is limited, but we would estimate his return to nearly full strength no later than week 11. Next, Mike Williams. Now, the video looked like a severe high ankle sprain. These tend to cost wide receivers about four to six weeks. Performance stiffs last the full six weeks, so even if he plays before that point, we would anticipate limitations. Next, we have Keenan Allen, and the dud showing that Keenan Allen put up in week seven was really not that unexpected. Wide receivers returning from severe hamstring strains do tend to show their limitations until at least six weeks post-injury. That bodes pretty well for his week nine performance, which should be close to full strength as long as he doesn't re-aggravate the injury between now and then. Next up, Darren Waller. Waller's practice progression would suggest that he's likely to play this week. Moderate severity hamstring strains usually cause only about 10% performance dips, but an early return is associated with relatively high re-injury risk. Then we have DeAndre Swift, and real cause for optimism here. Swift is poised for a promising week eight performance. He's now had five weeks to heal up from injuries that generally take running backs closer to four. At this point, we'd expect a relatively healthy Swift with no real performance or workload limitations. Then we have Amon Ross St. Brown. Status still to be determined, but we would lean towards St. Brown playing week eight as long as he didn't suffer a setback after Friday's practice. Wide receivers returning from concussion protocol don't generally see any negative performance impact, so he should go back into lineups with confidence if active. Then Zeke Elliott. Now, the combination of a grade 2 MCL plus the thigh bruise would cost most running backs 3-4 to weeks. Zeke has historically been pretty aggressive about returning quickly, so we would lean towards that 3-week timeline. 5 weeks post-injury is when our data projects the return of full pre-injury productivity. Then we have Michael Thomas, and it looks like the Saints are going to play it conservatively, which isn't that surprising given the extensive injury history. The upper range for turf toe injuries is still generally about six weeks. MT is now at five. Anticipate his return to the field around week 10, assuming no setbacks. The performance impact would be, would be projected to linger about two to three weeks after the return timeline. Next, Alan Lazard, and he mentioned this week that he felt a snap and a pop. The mechanism of blocking a player when having this shoulder injury, in addition to his comments, together suggest a a shoulder subluxation, which is like a partial dislocation, and with that, you commonly have tearing of the labrum, which is like a bumper cushion in the shoulder. 
Now, skill position players average just over two weeks out, usually between two and three. So we would lean towards his return week nine or 10. Next up, a major buy low candidate for season long owners, Dalton Schultz. We expect him to play and most importantly, to improve significantly over the course of the next three weeks. Schultz has been dealing with a PCL tear, and it's had the expected performance impact on the first half of his season. His stats have been pretty underwhelming, but again, we do expect a significant improvement as he is now just over a month from the injury. And then finally, we have Mac Jones. Now, we'll never know, especially with Bill Belichick as the coach, but there is a very solid chance that the ankle injury he had explains why he was pulled from the last game. Expect to see limited mobility for another two weeks, but he should be healthy enough to play well in week eight. Don't let the numb toes report scare you. That's probably just a result of swelling from the injury, and it tends to resolve pretty quickly. And that's all we have for today. Thanks again for joining. I am Deepak Chona, signing off.